Are you there, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, you know, technical difficulties. Um, I can't remember where we left off, but the question I asked you, you were at IWA Ohio before Bull got sick. What was it like back then in the early days? Uh, in the early days, uh, I mean, there was a, it, it was, uh, like I said, I was six, 17, getting 17 years old. Uh, Grand or Grandview and Fifth Avenue is uh, when I went into the training grounds for IWA. A uh, young boy, uh, like I said, you know, cave, the, day, the days of kayfabe is done. We're talking here, you know, a young boy from uh, Ohio, you know, Summerfield, Ohio, walks into the training center in Columbus, Ohio, never been really to the city before. These two big guys standing in the middle of the ring is kind of a rundown building. Uh, makes you wonder if you're in the right place or not. Uh, I, uh, I actually started to turn around and walk out the door because I wasn't sure of the environment. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the guys in the ring turned out to be two of the greatest guys you'd ever talk to. The one guy, uh, Coyote, and he said, hey, he said, you know, are you here for the wrestling? And I said, like, yeah. And I don't want to see a hustler. Uh, Big Country uh, was also there back in the day. Um, it was a professional environment that was ran the way a business should be, you know, and it was old school. It was 20 years ago. So how a lot of the people these days know wrestling isn't how, isn't what sometimes what I think of as the wrestling that they know today. It was very, you know, it was traditional. It was old school. It was by the books business. It was, uh, there was kayfabe. Back then, you still needed uh, to go to certain states. Uh, and I know, I think there's still a few out there, but you needed, uh, you actually needed a wrestling, wrestling license to go to some of these states. Uh, very, you know, I trained with women. That's why in uh, uh, TWA, we're, you know, getting in there with the Pattersons. I trained with women, you know, they want to step into the ring with the men, you work them like a man. Uh, it's no different than working you, Buckshot. I mean, you get in there and you guys take care of each other. They want to step into the ring, you know. Uh, then you wrestle them as a guy, as like an equal. Right. And then eventually – you return to IWA Ohio this time. With yeah, yeah, it was. Run. I think it was after uh, after twenty year hiatus. Uh, I actually made. I got in contact. Well, no, uh, Rob actually got in contact with Andrew Mack, and at the time it helped helping run IWA, and uh, that's how we got back into the door. Uh, unfortunately, I think I only got to see. Uh, Bull once after returning, uh, it was great to see him. Unfortunately, uh, you know Bull's health. Uh, we lost him, uh, lost him too soon. Yeah, I was going to ask you. You return there at the wine line. Rob Johnson as IHOP. Um, what was it like in Bull's absence? Yeah, so when when we came back uh, to IWA. When we first came back, and then, like I said, uh, in my opinion, when we first came back, it was it was still being – when we first ventured back, it was still being ran like a wrestling promotion. Um, as that time went on, uh, you know, it, it, it changed bookers. Uh, different, different folks took over uh, – Great, great individuals outside of the ring. Don't you know? Don't get me wrong. Uh, but after Andrew Mackin uh, left, uh, there's too many hands in the cookie jar, and you could definitely tell that there was more active wrestlers having a role in the placement of the storylines uh, because it just turned from a reputable promotion to, in my opinion, 
in my opinion only because this is the United States of America and Buckshot Jones is allowed to have and Christian Steele is allowed to have his opinion and we Absolutely. we both realize that and we go on with life but when the new people took over it turned into a shit show and that that's my opinion uh like I said it was nothing after nothing like it was in the beginning yeah yeah i mean i i left iwa ohio because of it because there's so much I mean, it, dissension going in the locker room and starting to call it just because people were you know doing this and doing that and you know getting in other people's heads and you know and a lot of us you know are hotheads you know, you and me are, I mean, I'm a minute hothead. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you are too. And, and I'm also, we're, we're, we're very proud and respectful, gentlemen. We'll say that as well, too. Right. Uh, we, are, we are men of our words. You know, uh, our characters took a different role in wrestling. And uh, the entering uh, persona of Christian Steele. And IHOP for quite something. Well, even before IHOP would be whatever means necessary. Right. You know, Chris, you know, Chris the man, I'm a man of my word. They can take everything away from me in this world. All, you know, all the money, all the cars or whatever. But if you're a man of your word, they can't take that away from you. No. Nope. You know, a lot of the tension going on in IWA caused temporary friendships to be fractured. But, you know, some of my friendships or the one friendship that was, which, you know, I, I took offense to and was deeply hurt by it, but that offense is mended and, you know, and right of it. But when you get a, a toxic locker room like that, you know, things like that's going to happen. And, yeah, and, and that's why IWA, sadly, which was the oldest promotion in the state, granddaddy of them all, the state of Ohio, is now gone. Sad, it's a fact. I mean, everybody that's and, worked there can stay. And it, it, need, it needs to stay going. I mean, we don't need no spinoffs, in my opinion. And that's just my opinion. You too. know, uh, we it's be original uh, that's sometimes a thing that's not known in wrestling, really. Sometimes uh, originality uh, sometimes uh, loses sight. Yeah. Okay. You were there during some of the last days. What do you think? And you already mentioned too many hands in the cookie jar. What else do you think was the downfall of IWA Ohio? Uh Like I said, uh, and great, like I said, Ed, the people uh, running your company, uh, like I said, the ones who was actually still still being classified as the owners. I mean, great. They was trying. So they were certainly trying. But uh, And when, there was great people or workers in IWA, don't get me wrong. But too many people was being placed in there with people who couldn't lead a match on their own. So how could you, uh, how could you uh, expect them to lead somebody else in a match if they wasn't ready for that? Uh, and then it wasn't fair to the rookies who was, who, who was and still have a bright future because I mean there there's some that didn't start in IWA uh, but um, that's where they kind of started to excel and build a fan base um, management uh, the ones that took like I said running it was the biggest downfall maybe uh it was just like I said the matchmaking. We'll just we'll just go with management at the time, like I said, and uh, and you can't tr you can't solely blame them. They was trying their best. 
And in my stint in IWA, when I came, like I said, uh, we might as well get into it while we're here. You know, uh, the, the IHOP was there a couple of times. Uh, the first time we was there, you know, we we came in, we dominated. We had, you know, like I think our second match in, if I remember right, as a tag team, we captured the IWA tag team gold. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that match. Some, uh, like I said, people – People talk, and uh, you you know you want you want you want to have hopes to go places, and uh, uh, you know at the time, my brother Rob, you know he uh, he wanted he wanted to pursue some dreams, and he went with uh, he he him and uh, Kodiak they did some great shows uh, uh, for uh, they made a trip to Alabama or whatnot, but uh, our first trip departure. Uh, was shortly around that time period uh, from I from IWA. Uh, I guess you could say maybe it was it was time for a change, and uh, some of the people wasn't happy there. And so uh, some of like I said, uh, and my partner, you know, Rob, my brother, he left one way, and I I left another way. It was uh, it was time to time to take a break. I, I left the door open uh, for us to be able to return to IWA, and I, I came. I, I did return in the spring after I took some time off to get. Like I said, to, just to evaluate and see where we was going to go from there as a tag team. Uh, and when when uh, they get back to the, the, the question, because I'm still on topic here. Uh, <laughs> uh, to get back on this all goes back to when we went back uh, you know Caleb Cooper if, if that's how you say his name there uh, he uh, he had agreed to uh, an amount to bring us back and it, it was never a huge amount because that's not what it you know the money wasn't there but I can honestly say out of the management and IWA that took over after Andrew left, Brenda, although she had her faults, you know, like they all did, uh, she was the only one that kept an agreement with me personally that was made by Caleb. Uh, and uh, I would check with Brenda every week before, like a week before the show and say, Brenda, are you guys in the position to be able to do this? I said, I can't take you know money out of my family's gas tank to come up. So, and I understand if the, if the promotion isn't able to have me uh, at, at this time, I'll, uh, I can take the day off. But Brenda was always the one that would make sure she took care of the obligation that was agreed upon. Uh, and I, I mentioned that because we was referred to as as uh, one one of one of her boys, and uh, because I mean she kept up she kept her word to us, and that's plain and simple. That's that's all that was, and that's how I had respect for Brenda because she kept her word on an agreement that was made when we came back. But uh, like I said, uh, good person just running a wrestling company isn't easy. It, no, it's it definitely it definitely adds stress. So, yeah. like I said, uh, but that so that was my take. And like I said, we uh, I I hop came back. You know, we had another killer run. I don't know if it's one or two more runs as championship uh, as champions in IWA uh, before uh, before things are all said and done. Right. Throughout the years, and I know you said you can't remember them all, but what championships have you held? Uh, my first was in America. My very first, like I said, I remember the first. That was uh, with uh, uh, Brian Crawford and as the Canadian nation. Like I said, we was uh, we were the founding members of the nation. Which, which uh, so me and Brian, uh, a few years went by, and we. Uh, like I said, that's when I got comfortable, and I, I really, I really hurt myself as a, as a worker because I got comfortable, and then uh, after Joe, 
left our, or, you know, let someone else take over RPW kind of, but uh, let me get back on anyway. My the first championship was a tag team championship with Brian Carford for American state, American championship wrestling. Uh, from there it went to, I think it was CWA. I don't, I don't think I held any in CWA. And then after that, it was, uh, Oh, ICWF. Right. Uh, and then like I said, it was the United States and, uh, I, oh, I think what was it? Uh, the heavyweight and, uh, Christian Steele was even under a hood at the time. All in order started out. We like I said we was hurting, hurting for people. Uh, and uh, so I, I was one of the first uh, competitors that would that uh, donned a hood of uh, law and order. Yeah. And so, I mean, there was a tag team championship there. Uh, I think I was the OWO North American champion. Uh, shoot, I'm trying to remember here. There was RPW uh, champion a couple of times, uh, RPW tag team champions. And uh, OAPCW champion. Yeah. And I will tell you one thing, and like I said, you know, I feel you can have, even in indie wrestling, you can uh, you can have uh, the belt on a person, and uh, still, even though it is independent professional wrestling, uh, you can you can still have a storyline between two competitors that will last. Uh, that can last. You know, you just you don't have to. And my like with RPW, not the first version, so I don't want to get that confused. Uh, with RPW, I uh, I told them I was like, don't don't put the belt on me and expect me to drop it on the next show. Allow me to do a, be an entertaining champion uh, for the people, for the fans. You can't build uh, your talent and grow your new talent if you are having them change the belts like they do their underwear. Right. And uh, so what had went from there uh, is Roseville, I think it was. I think was my was when I walked away from RPW. That's RPW uh, 2.0, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was the – I went in as champion – and it was nothing against the person that they wanted me to lose it to. But before they put the belt on me, I told them, allow me to do something with it. Because although I, although it was, I was given an opportunity to represent RPW, I, I took that serious, you know. And what, and what I mean by that, you, I mean, even though we're given opportunity to do these things as a, as a champion, uh, as a pr- performer, I take it to heart, even though we know we was given that opportunity. I've heard people say, I wanted to, I want to earn it. I want to earn it. You can earn it, but not in the way of going out and actually whooping somebody's ass. Uh, so I, like I said, a uh, man of my word, I, uh, I went in that building they told me what they wanted to do. I laid their championship on the table and I walked out that door. Uh, their show went on. Uh, they crowned a new champion, which was their right to do because, like I said, you know, it was their championship. But I, it was just a matter of principle. Uh, you know, the the man that I am, you know, I right, I. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as the like I said, I don't honestly remember all the champions. I know uh, me and Rob Johnson are. Uh, I think it's at least the sixth time tag team champion uh uh in our in our current uh family ihop uh right now uh i hope rob will one day rejoin ihop but me and uh i mean not rejoin 
but one day step forth back into the ring because uh, you're for you're for life, you know, when you're with us. Uh, right now, I'm enjoying uh, tagging with someone that, uh, and uh, I thank you that maybe I just didn't have a good taste for in the beginning. And uh, that would be, you know, but, you know, uh, opportunity. Uh, being in the right place, you can sometimes realize some things. And a uh, gentleman that I'm now proud to call my tag team partner. Uh, and I look forward to acquiring more championships with him as well is uh, Connor Cross. Uh, like I said, we're we're ju- we was just getting started. We come off of a come off of a victory in TWA before this whole uh, whole uh, bullshit is what I'll call it. Not not throw yeah. out cuss words left and right, but it's bullshit. Let us live our life. Right. Uh, but no. Uh, so I'm 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 looking at I'm looking forward to. Uh, I want hell of a run with Connor Cross and uh, accepting more uh, more championships. Yeah, like I said, I worked again at Sam with Connor Cross. You know, Connor and I were tag team partners when we faced you and Rob. So yeah, he's he's come a long way. I mean, and then if he continues the path he's on, he he could have a future in this business. I mean, he's athletic. Oh yeah, we're. Very athletic for a size. We're far from over. Like I said, we're just getting started. Uh, so everybody needs to sit back and watch because uh, wherever we go, we're not coming there to make friends. You know, and uh, if you're not in it to be the top dog, then you shouldn't be in it at all. Right. Um. What, how do you see the business now? What's the difference between the business now compared to when you came in? Um, of course, I mean, you don't have kayfabe anymore. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of professional wrestling is a wide open book back in the day. That was, uh, that was still a thing, you know, uh, you didn't want to, you didn't want to be seen outside talking with somebody you're going to be in there supposedly killing. Right. Uh, but like I said, now these days, I mean, it's, uh, like if, in my opinion, and of course, you know, we all, wrestling evolves, uh, from a standpoint, of, of uh, what I watch, enjoy watching on TV now. Uh, and I just hope it doesn't become another watered down version of uh, WWE. I like uh, AEW, how it started out. I, that, I also like T or uh, uh, Impact when Jeff Jarrett started out with it because it gave you a fresh taste of unknown workers at the time. It was something refreshing to watch, and that's that's personally what I enjoy seeing. Uh, I it's nice to see some of the guys that WWE has released go over there, but I just don't want it to be a watered down version. Let's see some refreshing new talent, and and uh, like I said, that's what I find entertaining. Uh, you know the oh uh, Orange Cassidy uh, and Darby Allen. I like seeing those guys perform, and before AEW. I know I never heard of them, so I mean I enjoy seeing seeing the. It's kind of refreshing to see the different talent come up and be given an opportunity. Right, you know I think they got you know the right people in there. Chris Jericho up running the show, and a guy that was very underrated in WWE. He was showing his talents as Cody Rhodes. Yeah. He's got a lot of his – it's in his DNA. He got it from his dad, Dusty. And look at Dustin, 51 years old, and look in the ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, all, and he wouldn't be given that opportunity. 
it was just uh, turned into a joke and in his last days. And yeah, I mean, uh, the stuttering, uh, stuttering version of Gold Dusk compared to, like I said, they just, uh, they waste a lot of talent. And uh, a, a gentleman that I liked seeing perform and uh, was William Regal. You know, I thought he was a talent that could have been given a – I, I kind of – like I said, I like the bad guys. I like the shit talkers. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's why I found William William Regal uh, appealing or intriguing. Right. You know, I – but he was another one uh, that never really – they didn't know what to – didn't push him right. Right. Same way with Cody. I mean, Stardust. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. I mean, look at his talents that he has. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, Dustin, you know, when uh, of course let's we'll kick it back. Uh, when they when they first brought him, and it was uh, oh, it was uh, when he was uh, first came out. And remember, it was Razor Ramon. Of course, I think it was the OJ Simpson thing when they did the uh, or no, when uh, that was him and Piper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it that was uh, that was the. The error of Dustin is gold dust. That's when that's the one that I love, the bizarre one. Yeah. You know, it, it was fresh for the time. Yeah. Um, like the revival, now known as FTR, by the best tag team in the big leagues right now. Reminds me and a lot of others of uh, two big influences on me, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Yeah. And they utilized them poorly. They turn him into a joke in WWE. Now they're going to be able to shine again in AEW. Yeah, like I said, this is just my I, – I love – you know, they are getting a hell of a push. And I, I like – like I said, it's – and this is just my – I like – you know, it's great they're getting a, a chance in AEW, and this is just my opinion. There is a lot more – a lot of talent there. I hope they don't get just uh, squashed or underrated. Uh, if that's the right word, you know, because FTR is there. Uh, I, I think they still need to give their talent that was there an opportunity to shine as well and still highlight uh, FTR. Right. Um, so what's the future hold for the Canadian classic Christian Steel? Hopefully more gold. Like I said, I know gold doesn't make the man, but it, I look so good with it. Uh, I mean, I hope I hope more I hope more tag team championship runs with Connor. Like I said, we're t- currently teaming. We have yet to taste uh, tag team gold as a as a duo. Um, you know what? A single. I I'm not opposed to going out there and working a singles match. Uh. Who knows? Uh, like I said, all uh, all they got to do is stop. Uh, there was a gentleman uh, in uh, GWF, old Flip Flip Dizzle. Flip Dizzle, he he did a video about an interaction. I never responded. Hey Flip, there's your response. <laughs> you know, he he wanted Christian Steele. There's he's gonna have to go through uh through some people before he uh before he just he, before he gets at me. Uh, he might not like that chair shot he took. I don't know if that was the problem or not. Uh, that's when IHOP was in talks with Guile Castle at the time, I believe, if I remember right. Oh, that was an F one P. Yeah, yeah. Um. Hopefully somewhere down the line, you know, you know, like I said at the top of the show, I got you know, a lot of thinking to do. I'm going through something right now, you know, because of this past week, and you and I discussed that off the show. Yeah. Um, Maybe something small to other people, but to me, and, and you feel the same way. It's a big oh deal. yeah. It was a tough loss for me, and uh, it's something I'm dealing with day to day. Um, even uh, 
the two dogs that I have now, they're 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 feeling it. You just heard Lola whining. She's been oh doing, yeah. She's been doing that ever since this tragedy happened. Um, but yeah, there's some. Uh, like I said, I was looking for 2021 October. I'm just gonna make that announcement now. Here's yeah. My bucket list of guys I wanted to go. You know, face before I ended. And you and I talked about before, maybe both our last match at the same time. Yeah. You know, that, that rivalry we had throughout the years. You know, maybe ended the rivalry in our long road, you know, throughout our careers. Just end it right there. Yeah. You well, and, and uh, like... there's a piece of information that uh, only me and you've shared about, shared, and that was, uh, I believe, a photo that I sent old Buckshot Jones. May not yeah. want to rule that out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always that possibility. Yeah, stop. We'll just we'll just leave that between us because uh, we'll keep them wondering. Right. Never say never. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, there's guys. I mean, I've talked to Rob Johnson. I've talked to Nero, and I've you know talked to other guys. Other guys, you know, guys, you know, you brought me in this business. So I think it would be only fitting for me to go out with you, you know, and it, you know, come full circle with it. And there's guys, you know, I've worked throughout the years, you know, that rookie class like Alexander James and JT Storm and Joe Black. Other guys, you know, that I met throughout these years that I became. You know, we got her. Kayfabe's dead. We we got her click. Okay. Yeah. There's guys I met along the way. It was also part of the same rookie class. Uh, though I like to work with, and that's Chris Hex, your tag team partner, Connor Cross. And also, like, somewhere down the line, if it can happen, I like to work with Kodiak. Because, you know, that was a big rookie class with them guys. And those three guys stayed with it, and the others are, you know, left the business. Yeah. But them, Cross, Kodiak, and Hex all stayed with it. Uh, and, and there's others in that list I won't get into because you know, I'll get into that another time. Uh, and moving forward, what advice can you give to young guys and gals who are just breaking into this business? thinking about getting into the professional wrestling business. Stay out of my way. <laughs> but, um, because I'm not done yet. <laughs> no, really. Uh, I mean, other than, other than that, of course, uh, <laughs> uh, what, what I would say is don't ever feel that you are entitled you're, you're not entitled to Jack. You go out there and you earn your spot. And you, you go after what you want. Don't ever feel that because I'm this or I'm that, that I am just automatically entitled to something. You, you, you do, uh, you go out and you earn, you earn your spot, you pay your dues. Absolutely. And that's what it is. And like I said, nothing. If you can't earn it, don't try to use. Don't try to use uh, something other means just this the thing you deserve to have something. You you prove it in the ring. You shut shut people up, and you prove it in the ring with your skills. Right. Absolutely. Another thing I'll add, which I've, I've always said this, and you instilled this a lot in me, and so did Eddie Insane. I mean, it's independent professional wrestling. You ain't, you know what, and you even brought this up before when I was in training. Superstar. You're not a superstar. You help set up that ring. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, not, none of us are. I mean, yeah, I mean, and there, there's going to be, like, and I can say, uh, here lately when I go to, have went to some promotions, uh, I am, I'm not able to get there early most of the time, and I can't stay because I don't, I don't have weekends off. I, uh, I was going to say, you know, you're a working guy. Yeah, I mean, my, uh, I don't get, I work. I work for a retail establishment, and I'm there on the weekends. Uh, mm-hmm. That's my, that's my real life job. Uh, and you're a family man too, so a fabulous one at that. So yeah. yeah, I mean, you provide for your family. You... But no, definitely to get back to that. Yeah, no one's superstars, and uh, when I would take the ring, it would take the fun out of it, uh, because. Uh, folks would want to would just want to stand around and act like play the superstar part without so they would get out of tear down or, or have lame excuses to why they couldn't help tear down yeah. none of us are you know none of us was getting paid to, to you know none of us was in WWE or they're the big the big dogs. I mean, uh, but yeah, of course, back in the day, that's all we that's all we wanted to. That's where we wanted to go. You know, I mean, back that yeah. was the that was the goal. I mean, if it if, if it wasn't your goal, then I don't know why you'd want to you know say you was doing it. Um, I'm not. You know, I wanted to. Do, that's what I wanted to go. Uh, real life sets in. Uh, like I said. Uh, but yeah, no, nobody superstars. You help tear down, right? Uh, and you're from the Canadian Classic. Um, okay, I want to thank you for taking your time this evening. I know it's getting late. Well, I do want to, if you don't mind, uh, I do want to touch base because you'd mentioned uh, you'd mentioned a name that you're going to have on your uh, on your show on your podcast and uh i want to take time and because like i said uh i'm sure some things are going to be said about and this is where some people can't differentiate between the business and uh real life uh during iwa we brought in a brother that we all uh trained with grew you know brought into the business ace james right and uh uh ace james became a brother in ihop and there was a conversation that was made between uh between me alexander james and uh connor cross and uh, so I knew where the, I knew where this conversation, where uh, a comment, part of this comment came from, and uh, there there was a post or a post made uh, to my brother Rob. You know, it was going through a rough period at this time. There was a calm, a big nasty post that was made, and uh, since that time, you know, Rob and I have talked. We're family. You know, families, uh, families sometimes have to. Uh, just realize that sometimes you have to be a sounding board and sometimes that's pretty pretty rough to tolerate at times but that was uh during this period i made sure i told uh told the current ihop brothers uh you know keep it professional uh there's uh, some things going on but we have to realize that we're family. And uh, like I said, there was a, there was a converse, uh, comment that was made and I knew where it came from. And I, you know, Chris Byers, kayfabe's, you know, that's a thing in the past. Where did, where did a Canadian classic come from? That was my you know, love for Bret Hart growing up and my brotherhood with Brian Crawford. 
there was a comment that was made in a message to Rob Partridge about himself and then Brian Crawford. Uh, I knew where it had to come from. It was, it was either from Ace or his wife. And uh, I privately messaged uh, Alexander James or, or Alex Miller. And I had, you know, I told him, I was like, I think it would be best if we part ways at this moment. I said, I think we could work a storyline off to where maybe I think, I don't know if I said maybe have you and Alex tag up because mm-hmm. it was always about the business of what would be good for the fans. It wasn't a good combination for, uh, for, uh, uh for Alex and, uh, I hopping that it just, it just wasn't working out. So like I said, the decision was made that it was best. And it, I thought it parted good to where we could uh, lead a possibility to work an angle. And uh, so I think I was on vacation at the time or what, I can't remember. But then I, I get blocked on our real life pages by uh, Alex and his wife. Which is okay, you know. Well, I'm not. We're not in. Uh, we're not. We're not in high school, so right. you know we. Uh, but anyway, some comments was made. It was na- nasty comments uh, that came from his wife on a post that Alex had put down about, you know, having. I think it was something about bouts or about being down, and that was never my intention. Uh, you know, with the wrestling business or whatever, because I mean, we all, like I said, we're brothers. Yeah, but totally. then again, you know, comments was made, and uh, and you know, they just it, it went from being about the business to uh, attacking people in real life, you know. And I I didn't respond on Facebook to it. Because it's, which it was childish. You know, I, we, I, uh, I, I'm a man of my word, and that's all that was about. Uh, I definitely like to continue this again sometime because I feel we we barely, you know, scratched the sure. scratched the yeah the, the topic on some things. But in the bottom line, you know, I'm a man of my word. Uh, in the ring, I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes to get what I need uh, to get the job done. It's not, you know, it's about the brotherhood of IHOP that I'm at now. And uh, it's all it's about. Right. Uh, but yeah, th- things was taken to, to a level when uh, and comments is made, you know, which is their right. That's their opinion. But uh, maybe, uh, maybe there could be a. Uh, I don't know how the, how this podcast thing works. There, maybe there could be a future podcast where we just bring. Uh, we have uh, all of IHOP. You know, let's uh, let's get you know current members, members who are no longer with IHOP. Let's just. Uh, Let's open those floodgates. Let's uh, let's tell an in, in all uh, in all conversation with all members of IHOP. That way, if uh, like I said, outside of the ring, we're human beings. We was friends, and because uh, because some people couldn't differentiate that, then things took the turn that they did. Yeah. We just had to be there. For, you know, like I said, we had to be there for our brother. Yeah. Which, you know, which I, the whole depression thing, I mean, depression is a, a terrible thing for an individual to go through. I've been through it. Uh, to recent events and starting to rear its ugly head again. But, like you said, you get your friends you can fall in on sometimes, and sometimes you need that tough love. But sometimes you need to go get professional help. Some people don't yeah. understand that, uh, you know, who, who's never been through that. I, I, me and Rob was going through it at the same time, and I think that's what caused me and him to have some friction, but, you know, them wounds are healed. 
corner of the bridge, that bridge is fixed. And depression can do it to you. It can turn you to a person. It can make you bitter. It can turn you to a some something or someone that normally that's not you. At that point in time, what that man was going through, that wasn't him. We all yeah. knew that. Yeah, and we and we did, and that's why, you know, it was I they they was told to keep it respectful, and uh, like I said, there was one time that. Um, I think I was on vacation. Uh, like I said, uh, I told him to keep it off the IHOP page, but you know, I told him, I did tell him, I was like, do what you have to do. But then it wasn't, it wasn't at that time, but I always told him, I was like, you don't keep anything, you know, the IHOP page, we need to keep it professional because we're trying to grow our brand. And, uh, like I said, we had just had to be patient, you know, uh, there, there was even so much I could take before I even did a, did a post. I won't lie. Uh, but patience, understanding, uh, uh, my brother, you know, Rob's my brother. We're, uh, I'm glad to be able to say we go to lunch. We've repaired and Rob, nothing that was said on here. I hope you don't take it as being negative because it wasn't, uh, you know, there's topics there. Maybe it could be, you know, wine line and Christian steel even, yeah, I mean, I love it. On a, on a podcast, you know, something uh, I would love to talk. And like I said, and even these days, uh, you know, the, the, some of the issue that went, that was going on, uh, there may still be areas to where I may not see, not that I don't see or understand, uh, you know, Rob's viewpoint. Uh but I, at the time when the issue was going on, I thought I was doing what was best for the brand by keeping the name out there going. But when uh, comments was made to cross that line that was upright wrong and is just filthy, that's when, you know, that's when I had to reevaluate what was best for IHOP and, uh, for my, like I said, Brian Crawford, uh, if you search him, uh, you can read his story. Uh, I got a lot to think about that, you know, thank, give that man thanks for, and I hope that one day, Brian, you know, we'll be able to lace him up and go, you know, go back out together as brothers, not, not against Brian, because like I said, we, we've done covered that, you know, uh, Right. I found it was much better to work with Brian than against him. But, <laughs> but anyway, no, I won't keep you because I know you did say you had to go, but I just wanted to touch on I know you said you're going to have Alexander James. And Alex, if you listen to this, brother, it was business. It wasn't, Al it wasn't Alex Miller and it wasn't Chris Spires. Uh, I keep it professional, and that's all it was. It was about the business. And uh, ultimately – um, like I said, they can take anything in the world away from me. And I know I said this before, but I'm a man of my word because they can't take that from me and, and my value, their values, you know? Right. Uh, so, uh, again, I don't think we touched much on anything and maybe I just talked a whole lot about nothing tonight, Buckshot. Uh, <laughs> but feel free, uh, if ever you want another part of this conversation, if we, if we actually have any, uh, people to turn uh, tune in to listen to us uh i would love to be back uh happy to answer any questions that you may have and uh like i said even if it's on a different kind of special if we have if we have me and rob or i help or just whatever yeah we can have i said uh all members or maybe president of our yeah Bob, maybe a future podcast have a icwf reunion show me you yes uh rob johnson joe black JT Storm, um, Rosie, yes, Alexander James, you know, yes, which Rosie, I mean, I it's been a while since I talked to him, but I know he's got a little one now, doesn't he? Yes, he does, and he he's, he's a very, very proud father. Yes, he does not hesitate to show that they little girl of his all, but God now, help now, him. God help Rosie's boys when she gets six. Oh, yeah. I know I would be the same. I, yeah. I tell JT, uh, you know, we I don't have a girl, so it would be ten times worse. But I tell him, I was like, you know, uh, you go messing around with some little girl. I was like, uh, 
I said, I'm going to have to do a little snip snip on you. I was right. like, uh, not, not that until you're after 30. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, yeah. Rousey, if you're listening to this, I still want that winged, winged eagle championship belt that you got. I've been trying to get that off of him for years. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. He ain't going to come off of it, I don't think. But yeah, he, yeah. he's a very proud father. Like I said, when his girl gets a dating age, I feel sorry for any little boy that has to go meet her father. Oh, yeah. Um, but like I said, you know, I got, you know, girls and, you know, there's just one video I've seen on Facebook where this guy took his daughter's boyfriend into the garage and he had a garage full of his buddies out there. So I just might have some of my, you know, friends from, you know, my wrestling family. Then I got, you know, friends from the biker community and, you know, so I'm about to invite you or something. They go on their first official big date. I'm about to there you go. Her, you know, just have a, you guys ain't got to say nothing. Just give them that look. I'll do all the talking and let them know what's up. <laughs> That's right. And I do the same thing for Rousey and, you know, JT Storm and, you know, all of them. Now, uh, I do have to ask you, uh, do you remember that uh, Christmas gift I gave you several years back? Yes. I remember. <laughs> I remember. You and Big B both handed that to me. <laughs> yeah, that, that was OWO. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah was, I think it was at the YMCA. And it was actually a charity show for Secret Santa of Guernsey County. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, I remember that. You know, that's some of the things in this business I'm always going to remember. But uh, it's always been a pleasure working with you, so, you know. But, yeah, we'll continue this conversation on a future podcast. Like I said, there's many things you and I can do with this, you know, just because of our history together in 16 and Seen out years. Oh yeah, like I said, I honestly, you know, we got. I think we got. You know, it's been a while since we got to talk, and uh, we just got. I think we got kind of barely scratched the wrestling issue, which isn't a bad thing, you yeah. know, because uh, it, it's good to catch up with friends. But yeah. uh, like I said some of the stuff you're going to have to help remind me of because yeah. uh, there's just years. I just need a memory jogged every now and then to remember some of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, we could do IHOP. You know, all the members of IHOP. Uh, I'm going to have JT Stone and Joe Black again. You know, age, New Age Impact. I'm going to have them here as their tag team. Uh, like there said, you we go. Do ICWF reunion. I can have all the ICWF guys on here. Yeah. Reminisce about that. There's a lot of things. Because after I hang them up, I'm still going to do this podcast. You know, in a way I say I can stay connected to wrestling somehow. Uh, but right now, and I, but right now I'm pondering a lot of things just because of a tragedy from last week. Yeah. And it's really affecting me personally and it's making me reevaluate things uh, just because my emotional state. So I'm not saying that, you know, I'm a pussy or anything, you know, I'm, I'm Buckshot Jones, but. When something like that happens. Hey, uh, you know, we, uh, they're family, you know? Right. But, but uh, yeah, I needed this to just kind of help me get my mind up. Thanks. So I thank you for, you know, coming on here tonight. And... Oh, anytime. Like I said, I know it kind of feels like we barely scratched the issue or, you know, the topic on the wrestling, but uh, it was just great to talk. And uh, like I said, hopefully, if anyone's here to the end, uh, that they uh they have enjoyed uh, what little bit of stories and uh like I said um uh you know the the time you know whatever the future may bring and and the wrestling with us I'm looking forward to uh you know seeing where Connor Cross and myself can take the uh, the IHOP duo you know into the future like I said uh you know. It's, it's probably going to be amazing because come October, this or I mean come November, all this stuff will probably be over with, and uh, and we'll be able to get back to normal life. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Look for maybe November fourth for this virus to miraculously disappear. Yep, that'll be it, and then they'll have a meltdown or something if the ballots are wrong. You know, all that stuff. You know, they'll they'll keep trying, but uh, like I said, that's a little little bit of a little bit of real real talk between Buckshot and uh, and uh, Christian Neal. Maybe that's something we can talk about in the future. You know, off topic of wrestling, we can give our our personal opinion because we're Americans, we're entitled to it. Yeah, and you know one thing, and uh, I know you know personally, and uh, a lot of people out there who don't know me like you guys do. You know, I've got a. I grew up, you know. Uh, I I started kindergarten when I was five. It's been 1985. I would run home from school. You know, to catch a glimpse of an orange uh, race car, a lot of times I would only get to see it, you know, the ending credits. It would be racing around a tree at the end, but I would run in the house. You know, that uh, some days if there was a, <laughs> if there was a snow day or uh, if I could uh, work my way around with mom, I would get to stay home and I could see that uh, a whole episode of this show called The Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of my favorite shows as a kid. Every Friday night. Because with me being older than you, I was able to catch. Yeah. It was on regular CBS television. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that grew into a passion. In 1998, I was able to purchase this vehicle. And then I'll tell you this real quick, and then we'll let the people go. Like I said, it's not on the wrestling issue. But uh, I was able to purchase me uh, generally, you know, a dream. And, uh, you know, 20, it's been 22 years. And, uh, real life you know i'm not a rich man um the car set for a while and i'm just it's you know there's a little light at the end of the tunnel it's looking like uh i'm hoping by the end of this year if not spring of next year uh that i'll actually be able to take this car down the road and enjoy it for the first time in you know 22 years Um, keeping up but it makes me worried because the direction that people are being told to just by the media they're being told what to hate what the you know how they should feel uh right which you know and in that time period you know you had uh let's see here you had jefferson's uh you had all in the family you had sanford and son uh what's happening uh different strokes yeah. you know the majority the majority of those shows and i tell you what old red fox he never left any any race out that that that, that, that man covered everyone in his show but it was a good show for that time period. Yeah. And nobody's you know, and, heads exploded. Nobody's no, heads exploded. Thing, especially them three shows right there. All of yeah. the Jeffersons and Sanford and Sons. Some of the things they said on there, nobody took oh, yeah, you know, to, no matter what, you know, race you are. You know, it was no. comedy. Everybody laughed at Yeah, it. for that. For that time period, you know, and I mean, Archie Bunker was nasty and old Jefferson. You know, like I said, it was that time period that we yes. grew up in. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was what was television back in the day. But I'm worried that, you know, when I get this car done, you know, that's going to be a, that's a huge investment, you know, just to have somebody who maybe is told to hate it. Because, you know, in that TV show, you know, they, the good guy always won. They said their prayer at the table. And uh, everybody was friends at the end. Uh, it, because it has a battle flag on the roof, that show was taken off the air. Uh, it just makes me worried that some a new generation that's being told to hate it will vandalize a, a lifelong dream. Uh, but we should all, like I said before, you know, we we're Americans. We should all be able to have our opinions and. And respect each other. This, hey, he might not feel like I feel, and that's okay, because that's what this country was built on. But all right, folks. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we didn't offend anybody by our little talks there. But hey, that's it's our opinion, and you're entitled to yours. And uh, let's just uh, keep on doing the American dream. Absolutely. I know I kept you probably a half hour longer than uh. Hey, that, that, that's fine, you know. Like I said, with what I'm going through right now, this help keep my mind off a lot of things. But yeah, we'll have you on here in future podcasts. You know, for 
Canadian Classic, Christian Steele on the American Redneck Mugshot Jones. Should I send us off with the Canadian National Anthem? <laughs> oh, no. Everybody getting offended right now over everything? <laughs> you know, you might have some people out there, you know, you know, crying the blues. So maybe next time, brother. But There we go. All right, like I said, for the Canadian Classic Christian State the American Redneck Buckshot Jones. Thanks for listening, and y'all have a good night. Good night, eh?